Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Dean Blandino from Fox Sports, and you are listening to the Quick Snap Podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Quick Snap Podcast. Um, it's just myself. It's Brett. Hello. Um, I'm not alone in terms of recording. I have a Colts fan, friend of the show, runs XNO Podcast, George on Sports, franchise tag with The Verge. George, how are you? How are I'm you great. This evening? I'm great. Um, well, I mentioned earlier, just off air, we, things are starting to ramp up. Um, we're actually getting footage of, of guys at camp. Camp's been on for the last couple of days now. Um, also, that comes with kind of unfortunate news where guys start to get hurt, but it means for us, it's less than think less than 45 days now till the season starts. Um, things are really ramping up for us. We get to talk about it a lot more. The, the buzz is coming back, and I just cannot wait, man. I've wait. I mean, clearly, um, you know, I'm ready. <laughs> so I'm Rep, good. Repping the repping the uh, Colts again tonight, and and with the mug as well. Is that a Colts mug? Yeah, it oh, is indeed. Got it, Jonathan Taylor. Pick pick six apparel. Go get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Uh, George is on. We're talking about the AFC South, Colts, Titans, Jags, and Texans. But before we get into that, we've got a bit of news to cover. Um, first things first, this one was, well, there was two pieces announced last night. Um, Chris Carson retired. And yes. That came as a shock. And like, because I saw that he'd been in the league for five years, I thought it was a lot longer. Yeah. I genuinely thought it was like seven or eight years, but that's. The I think that he's had as well. Exactly that. One, I'm not so surprised because he was someone that I, uh, someone as, as someone who has played running back myself, Chris Carson was someone that I normally used to target in my fantasy leagues because I liked everything that he did. I loved his style. The only issue is you mentioned his injuries, and I know he had a very specific neck injury that kept plaguing him year after year after year. So I think it, it kind of makes sense that he retires. I'm, I'm I'm going to put it down to that. I haven't seen the official reason personally, but I would bet good money that it's down to particular injuries being his neck. And that's the way it goes for a lot of guys in the NFL nowadays. 
Yeah, I think I saw that he's got like metal plates in that mm -hmm. on like the left hand side of his neck, and it looks like on a diagram itself, it just looks so so gruesome. But yeah. like, yeah, he hasn't put out a statement for retirement, but he might come mm -hmm. back. So we do hope he comes back. He's a super talented running back as well. Uh, Julio Jones is another yeah. book that receiving room. It just got a lot more legendary, and that team just got so. More I, I won't spend too long on this one because uh, there was talk of, of Julio to the Colts, um, which I wouldn't have minded. But I just I just feel like, I mean, uh, if, if he's going to revive himself anywhere, potentially he's going to be with the Bucks. I, I don't know what he's got left. Um, he hasn't been the same guy for years. Once an injury bug gets you, it, it tends not to go away. Um, whether it's just a decoy move and it frees some more space up for Russell Gage, which is great. Um I'd say it's a meh, bit of a meh move for me. I'm not too concerned about that. Yeah, it's. I, I do want to see the reception he gets when he goes back to Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium because I hope yeah. they will open him back, uh, welcome him back with uh, open arms. Um, slightly sadder news. Uh, it was announced last week John Mechie um, won't take the field for 2022, his rookie year. Uh, after being diagnosed with APL, it's the most curable form of leukemia. Uh, I think it goes without saying, all of us at the Quick Snap, George, everybody, Absolutely. send our best wishes to John, his family. Uh, we do want to see him back on the field. And he's supremely talented receiver. Mm. Supremely talented. Absolutely, yeah. For the Houston Texans. Um, and hopefully he does, you know, again, it's, it's, it's curable. So that's the good news. Um, and hopefully he does make a full recovery and come back and get to you know play where he where he should be with the with the Texans. Yeah, it, he is like I said, he's just so talented. Some of those Bama teams mm. and some of those he was the unsung hero in that receiving room sometimes. Absolutely. But, uh, we'll move we'll move on to some uh, some jersey news. Some that came out today. Um, Cincinnati Bengals. I saw your comments on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. they're clean. They are yeah. clean. And yeah. uh, one from my side, the college uh, side, Notre Dame released their Shamrock Series jerseys. Oh, I've oh, not seen that my... yet. Oh my god! How did I are... miss that? I've I've not seen it. If you if you want to search it up now, I want to hear your live reaction because they are some of the. It is probably the cleanest and best looking jersey college football has seen mm. in a long, long time. Because obviously, is... you know, I'm a Notre Dame fan. And, um, are you? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a Notre Dame fan. Um, oh wow. Yeah, that's wow. That's um, and the sleeves as well. Oh my word! I mean, I need to get that ASAP. That's I that's wanna... with the gold helmets as well. That's yeah. Mm, that's clean, man. Clean Damn. jersey. Um, I does ask beg the question: Are you going to Ireland next year then for Notre Dame? Navy? Not so. The last time that I went was some probably like 2015 or something like that, and it was unreal. Um, I do intend to go back there. I won't be going next year. Got a lot going on, but I will, I will absolutely be making a return. That's the first. I think they're the first college team that I ever saw play at, the, and that was at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin. Um, but I will be making my way back. It won't be next year though. I want to try and get tickets for Nebraska Northwestern this year, mm. but I I want to get tickets for Notre Dame Navy, but. Anyways, we are here, AFC South. Uh, we're going to yes. start off, obviously, the only way uh, only way we know how, George's team, Indianapolis Colts. Tell us why they're going to the Super Bowl. Uh, so, 
I mean, not to let my fans down of, of, the, of the Colts and all that, but I don't think we're going to make it to Super Bowl. I do think, we'll, and this is an early hot take, I do think we'll get to the divisional rounds, possibly a shot at the um, AFC title. Um, and, we, we, and I think we'll definitely dethrone this, the Titans as the number one seed. You know, they always, they've had that for the last few years and don't tend to do things with it. Um, but, I mean, you look at our squad last season, you look at our squad last season and yes, we flamed out against the Raiders and against the Jags in the most pathetic way. And I will never recover from that. I've said it before. I'll continue to say it. Um, but I think all we've done is upgraded. We've brought in guys like Yannick Ngokwe, who's like top three in quarterback pressures. Um, you pair him with uh, DeForest Buckner, 99, probably uh, as rated by a lot of people, the best linebacker in the game. Shaquille, not, 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 um, <laughs> he's changed his name now. Not Darius. Not Darius. I saw Shaquille, that Shaquille um, Leonard. Um, and then there's a couple of other guys that we've brought in. Stefan Gilmore, who can definitely still play, especially when he's in the right system. Um, another guy that I think is highly underrated who we've brought in and signed is Nick Cross, who actually made an interception in today's camp. Um, I like that pick from that. From yeah, I, I think he's that a deep, deep sleeper. A deep, yeah, deep, deep sleeper. Um, yes, we lost Curry Willis to retirement, something that I think we'll see a lot um, in the next few years, given the way things are going with health and, and things like that. But we do have Justin Blackman. We have so many dogs in our defence. I'm not concerned about that. And then you flip the side of the ball, we've got the best running back court in the NFL and there's no debate. Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, Tyson Williams, who people keep sleeping on because he didn't play much with the Ravens. And then Philip Lindsay, who another thousand yard rusher. I mean, yes, they won't all get the game time, but put the ball in any of their hands, I'm not concerned. Um, the wide receiver room is my only issue for Colts because I don't know, there is talk about T.Y. Houghton potentially coming back. He doesn't really do much for us anymore because he's kind of past it, but he is shy, I think, a few hundred yards of 10,000 yards as a Colt. And that would be great for him to get that. Um, we drafted Alec Pierce, who I absolutely love. Um, he reminds me of a very young Jordy Nelson, and we know what Jordy Nelson did for the Packers with, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, but we have the huge tight ends on the outside, Jelani Woods, who is a freak of nature and can do it all. You pair him with Marley Cox, who I like to call Gigantor. We know what he can do as well. Um, it is what it is. And one of, the, one of the other guys who I think people are sleeping on is our slot receiver, Ashton Julin, who is going to show up this season. Um, and the main thing being that we've got rid of Carson Wentz, and I won't hate on the guy. He did do some good things for us, but he did some. He also made some very boneheaded plays that could have, you know, could have gone the other way. But yeah, it happened. He's out the I door. He's out I, the door, I and I don't know how. We, yeah, I don't know how we flipped what we did for him because I mean, everybody knew we wanted to get rid of him, and the commanders coming, and you know, they swooped swooped him off our off, off our hands, which I'll, I'll gladly accept. But Matt Ryan. Happy with Matt Ryan. I've always said if I wasn't a Colts fan, I would have been an Atlanta Falcons fan because I loved the program and the guys I had there. And now Matty Ice is, is home at Lucas Oil Stadium, Stadium and he's an efficient and accurate and smart, reliable quarterback. And when you, you, you put those pieces together, I think we're going to be all right. So we'll, we'll definitely win the AFC South. Um, followed by the Titans. I know we're going to do predictions later, but I'll, I'll be a bit more specific then. But we'll top the AFC South followed by the Titans. And this is where it gets a little bit tricky because I'm beginning to think that Doug Peterson is going to do some good things for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I know they're not a great side and they don't have massive pieces, but they were able to beat us in a horrifyingly way <laughs> at the end of last season. Um, and they, they've got Travis... 
I'm very, I'm, I, listen, any Colts fan should be. We should be. Um, <laughs> Travis Etienne, running back, who didn't get to play for the, for the Jaguars because of injury. He's back. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards placing the Jags in third and Houston Texans in fourth. But I'm very confident this year. I'd like to sign another receiver, but I'm, I'm quite confident in our ability. I mean, OBJ is not about, OBJ is not mm-hmm. about, you know. Mm-hmm. That could be a great side of... Um, I think Indianapolis, they kind of flew under the radar, like, the entirety of... We always do. Offseason. We always it's do. Like, I've seen the amount of... I think it was... I'm going back March-April time, and I'm just on Instagram, and every day it felt like he... And I... I don't want to make it sound like you were nagging. You were you were asking, "Where's the Wentz trade? Who's yep. our quarterback? Yep. Who's going to be that guy?" Yeah, and then you go and get Matt Ryan for not much. It was what mm-hmm. third rounder. It was great, third honestly. Round. Yeah, and and, and I, I agree with like, you. No, I agree well, with you because Matt um, Chris Ballard is one of the best GMs in the National Football League. Um, you pair him with Frank Reich. We make a, they make a great tandem. And normally, he does business quite sharply. I know he likes to find deals um, and fl- get things done under the radar, like you say. But in the position that we were in, something had to be done very, very urgently. Our owner, Jim Mersey, was on his private jet tweeting cryptic tweets about how the Colts are all in, the chips are all in. You did all that, and then you did nothing for so long. So that's why I, I was like, losing my mind. And you know, I wanted to see some action. Eventually, we found that action and brought in Matt Ryan, um, like you say, for great price. Especially when you consider what the what the Washington uh, commander, the Washington Commanders did in terms of the deal we did to get rid of Carson Wentz. So, I am all in. I'm all in. I'm, I'm excited, man. Yeah, I, I can't wait for. I, I just can't wait for the NFL to come back. I think Colts going to be one of the uh, one of the best teams to watch. Like one of the more exciting teams as well with passing attacks. While well, they got quit pay. Um, Yep. Coming back, he's going to be on uh, with Yannick Ngakwe, Shaq Leonard. It's yep. going to be exciting for Colts fans. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And there's, you look there's, at that there's division. There is. Well. And I'll, I'll go as far as saying, because I've, there's a guy called Stephen Holder. He's, um, he's a, a beat writer. He covers the Colts and he has done for years. Um, and I think he echoes what a lot of people have been saying. If this is the season, this season, minimum is we have to reach the playoffs. I mean, look how close we were last season. And that was with Carson Wentz and a subpar, dare I say, a subpar team. We've upgraded. We have actually upgraded in so many key positions from the quarterback, tight end room. Um, I'll say wide receiver because of Alec Pierce and guys like Ashton Julian. And defense, we don't even need to touch on those guys because we know, you know what we've brought in. If we don't make the playoffs this season, there is going to be talks with regards to Chris Ballard and Frank Reich because... Frank Reich died on his sword, nearly died on his sword with the whole Carson Wentz deal. You know, he thought he could turn back time like he did with him at the, the, yes, exactly, at the Eagles. And I was was all in because, you know, I'm not going to hit against my own team sort of thing. But this season, minimum is the playoffs, minimum. The Bills are, and and Kansas, although Kansas, I believe, have taken a little step back in my opinion. The Bills are the powerhouse of the AFC, right? We scored five touchdowns on them last season. Five touchdowns in one game and completely took them, shook them to their core because they thought they could just rock up and take us. That didn't happen. If we've done it once, we can do it again. So for me, again, the bare minimum is that we reach the divisional rounds. Um, Hell, I mean, there isn't necessarily any reason why we can't make it to the Super Bowl. 
if we just do what we've always been doing. You know, and people were thinking you can't just run the ball. I'm sorry, but we kind of can, especially now. Even if JT has to take a step back, he's actually come out and said he's happy to do that. And I'm happy for him too, because it means longevity. We don't want to be one of those teams where Falcons, um, the Rams, look at the Rams and Todd Gurley's knee, or I'm trying to think of some other examples, uh, Devontae Freeman with the Falcons, a, fa- a personal favourite of mine. Again, similar sort of thing. Justin Taylor is, is, is a gem. Uh, Jonathan Taylor even, and we need to protect him. So if we if it means we need to hand the ball off to guys like Philip Lindsay, Tyson Williams, Naeem Hines, do it. They're more than capable. More than capable. I was going to say, Philip um, Lindsay is significant. Yeah. Like, he had two 1,000 exactly. 1, yard rushing seasons. And yeah, exactly. No, and that was, a, wasn't like he was undrafted or something mm-hmm. ridiculous like that. And he's just running all while, tree, chilling. All while he was sharing backfield as well. So. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's it's, it's um. How I'll 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 say that the AFC South crown is is there for the take in for us. There is no there is no debate. You win the AFC South, that's a given. If you don't win the AFC South, there are issues and there are talks to be had. One hundred percent. The Titans, um, yes, they've lost AJ Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles, but they've brought in um. Robert Woods, who I'm, I'm a fan of. I think he's a good guy, a good slot receiver, and he can go down down the field as well. Traylon Burks is a great guy at Arkansas, and um, there is talk, there have been issues about it. I think he has asthma, so there have been some issues about his breathing abilities um, during camp in the sun and things like that. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard um, that. Yeah, they, st- they still have a great squad. I think the only thing for them is, one thing they should be concerned about is the way that King Henry seems to be going. Now that he's had this injury, and I know it's kind of like the first time it's happened, because really and truly, he's just seemed like he's unstoppable. But they've kind of followed the same path. Run Derrick Henry, run Derrick Henry, run Derrick Henry. These guys are humans just like them. us. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me wrong. We're not NFL caliber by any means. I'm but, far from it. But you can't continue to just play like that. And now you've lost your 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 main wide receiver weapon downfield. We don't know what Traylon Burks is going to do. He could be the um, Jamar Chase to the Bengals and he could be that to the Titans. We don't know. But they've taken, I, I do think they've taken a step back. Um, Ryan Tannehill isn't the greatest of quarterbacks. So you can, everything is just shaping up for the Colts to, to lead this division, win the AFC title, go as far down the field as they can into the playoffs and build from there, in my opinion, anyway. The other two teams, I'm not really concerned about, to be honest. No, I don't think a lot of people are. Um, I think yeah, it's divisional bust for the Colts. We've I'll spoil our predictions. It's a consensus for the Colts. They they are the divisional champs. Bar obviously barring Touchwood, anything that goes wrong with like the Titans if they go on a seventeen game winning streak or anything like that. But yeah, well, yeah, I think it's Colts for the taking. If they don't take it, serious yeah. questions have to be asked of. Everybody. My only con- yeah, my only concern is um at this point of the season where guys are returning to camp making plays because this is when all the injuries start to happen. And you give it, I give it today we're recording on uh, Wednesday, twenty seventh of July, right? Give it by Saturday, and I guarantee you we'll we'll have an ACL tear. Um, we'll have someone else out for the season, not necessarily from the Colts, but this is how it happens. And these are the parts of the season when I get scared because I want everyone to be fully healthy, stay healthy because we need them. We really do need them. And it happens every season. It's a part of the game. Exactly. Exactly. 
literally exactly. back to back plays of yeah. Keaton and it was either Dobbins or Gus yeah. Edwards. Um, last year. Uh, some of their DBs, I forget his name, um, Marlon Humphrey. It happens. It happens. And they lost so much of their squad, so much of their squad. You say that. The Titans used a record number of players in one season last season. They 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 own that title. I think it was something between 70 or I can't remember how many people it was, but they used a record number of different players for, for numerous reasons. So we know what's going to happen. Someone's going to get hurt and someone's going to need to step up. I just don't want it to be anyone from the Colts. I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone. But we need our guys if you want to make this run. No, especially not JT. Yeah. Well, we'll move on to the Titans. We've spoken a little bit about them. Um, Do you think there's more to read into it with Malik Willis being picked? Do you think that that's a, okay, if you don't pan out for this contract, we'll move on to him? Or is it just... Like, uh, okay, he's back up, but you're the main guy. Well, that, that was an interesting pick for an interesting yeah, and, team. And bearing in mind, they were, they didn't make um, uh, Ryan Tannehill aware. And that kind of led to one thing to the next, the comments that he made about not having to coach him up, which is completely fair. I see both sides of the ball there. Um, but Malik Willis, is, he has talent, right? He flashes great, great poise. Um, he's, some people compare him to Josh Allen in the sense that he can move and he's got a great arm. You draft someone like that for one reason and one reason only. You want to play him, right? You may sit him for a year or two to, to study underneath Tannehill. Um, hell, he may even leapfrog him. We'll see what happens come camp. And that might be the case. I doubt that. But um, yeah, I'm in my mind, it's okay. We want to see what you really what you really have. We know what King Henry can do, especially now you don't necessarily have AJ Brown, which is a massive blow for for Demarion Tannehill in his it's safety blanket. Loss. It's a big loss. It's a really big loss, and um, I don't think there's anything wrong with a bit of pressure. Um, Ryan Tannehill looking over his shoulder, regardless of what he might say to the media, um, and Malik Willis again, regardless of what he might say, he wants that crown. You don't you you don't come to the league wanting to just sit, you want to be the guy, right? Um, so personally for me, I think it's a, it's a it's a little bit of a warning shot to Ryan Tannehill just to say, look, you know, if you don't cut it, we do have this guy here. And if he is ready, we won't be afraid to start him. Slightly different to the case of Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love, because we all know how that's gone down. Also, you could say Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> and Trey Lance, yeah. who is probably going to end up as a starter now because Jimmy Garoppolo will be out there more than likely to the Seahawks, according to the rumours. Um, uh, Lance Lance uh, has been named QB1 uh, they named him yesterday yes that he has their, you're right you're right so there you go um, Malik Willis I don't think will start but he will apply pressure and that will do one of two things Tanner Hill will either increase his play or go downwards and at that point you probably you know input Malik if, he, if he's ready uh, yeah I, th- I think last I think the Titans have been like a difficult team to read. Yeah. Like Up past and down. two or three seasons. They've been like Derek Henry. Mm-hmm. And then you have like this like I won't say serviceable, but like like a good quarterback in Ryan Tannehill in 2020. They beat the Ravens and then 2021 they had all this like COVID injuries. Derek Henry went down. All this stuff that went off. They used the most amount of players ever. And they yeah. got the number one seat. And then it was like, yeah, they just lose in the 
first yeah. game of playoffs, and it's like this team can go boom or boss. Was it to the Bengals? Um, I think. Yes, it was. I think it, no. It the first play was an interception. Ryan Tanner yes, over for a pick. I think it might have been a bit of pick six. There's, the strange thing about that is, yeah, um, it was Bills Chiefs. Yeah, the strange thing about that is that you mentioned. I think it's the third year in a row, second or third year in a row, that the Titans claim the number one seed. And in that game against the Bengals, they registered. I think was it nine sacks on Joe Burrow, something crazy, and it still managed to lose the game. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. So you know, that's not. It doesn't really make much sense. You you have the number one title and the number one seed in the AFC back to back to back years, and you still don't do anything with it. Um, yet you steamroll teams when you when you unleash Derek Henry. Um, and put the ball yeah it's just it's strange it's strange it's, it's not a very consistent module uh it's not a very consistent graph of their performance it is very up and down um they go on game straight like the, that first playoff game a pick six to start to get i think it was a pick six if not it was just obviously a pick it was definitely a pick it's not the one it might have even been jesse bates i can't remember who it was but it's crazy man it's crazy i don't, yeah. I don't I'm, I'm not as as fearsome of them as maybe i was in previous seasons, hugely down to the fact that AJ Brown is gone. Um, see you later. Not on the AFC South anymore. I haven't got to deal with you. But um, yeah, again, like you say, it's AFC South is there for the Colts to take. Um, I can't wait to see what Hassan Haskins does if Derek Henry gets yeah. down again. That was mm-hmm. such, uh, they had a it was a good draft for them. I think the Titans did. Yep. did quite well. They got yep. uh, uh, Chig Okonkwo. At tie end, he yes, that, I can see him. That was an amazing combine. Watching that live, it was like, okay, he's just made himself like at least a yeah. million dollars, two million dollars <laughs> this day. Um, yeah. but we see Robert Woods time, is there, yeah, defensively, but to pray as well. Uh, Harold Landry, they re signed to, I think it was like a five year, eight, seven and a half million dollar deal. Um, the draft they signed, go on, sorry. They, they've got one of our guys as well on the defensive line. I forget who it was. Nick Autry. Um, Autry. And I loved him personally. Yeah. I think he was a great guy. And he, when when he last season, when I watched him play for the Titans, it was almost like, well, why did we let this guy go? Like, look at what he's doing. He's, he's great. But, you know, it's a business at the end of the day. So I suppose. And one of the more underrated defensive tackles in Jeffrey Simmons as well. Yes. Yeah. They don't, have a, they don't have a bad defense. They don't. Clearly, yeah, we, we've seen that. It's a it's young just, secondary, though. Yeah. A very young yeah, secondary, and, especially with um, Caleb Father coming back, uh, Elijah mm, Molden, and yeah. they drafted Modern Career this year as well. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Titans are a bit up and down, um, but I'm, I'm, they'll be there, of course, and I, I do think they'll solidify that second place underneath the Colts. Um, as for the Texans and the Jags, I'm, I'll say this. I'm happy for the... The Texans are in a strange place, clearly. We know what's happened with, with um, yeah, Deshaun Watson and... Um, must not be named. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what's going on there, but the last I heard, I think there was some... some, some um, I think he had made deals with 20 of the 24 women. But yeah. straight away from him. Um, yeah, the, the Texans are in a weird place. Um, David Mills... I think he's actually quite underrated. I think he's all right. I think he's decent. He doesn't he have he's the real deal. Oh, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying the real deal. Um, as in, but, do you think he'll start multiple years in the NFL? Oh, ah, ah, well, it goes to it's difficult because you look at the craft, the, the next crop of quarterbacks, and there are some good quarterbacks. 
there's some good quarterbacks coming. And the yeah. Texans, dare I say it, do they want to tank? They haven't really, they have got much to play for. Um, I think the Jags are going to be hot on their tails. I really do think that. Um, and like I said, I do think the Jags probably leapfrog, leak, leak, leapfrog them this season into third, posi- um, third place in the AFC South. I do think so. Um, David Mills, yeah, David Mills, he's a solid quarterback. But apart from Brandon Cooks, um, I know they signed Marlon Mack, ex-Colts um, running back, who unfortunately tore his Achilles, I believe, and wasn't quite the same after that. And I wish him all the best because I loved the guy. Um, but they don't really have much going for them. Um, I know they've obviously, John Mechie's gone down, which isn't, <clears throat> excuse me, isn't great for them. Again, we hope he recovers soon. They do have Philip Dorsett, who was a Colts guy, was also a Patriots guy, and is now with the Texans. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I think who was the guy they drafted again? Which is great, great, great signings, right? And you talk about guys who can change the franchise. Derek Stanley Jr., they're guys that can do that. I just don't know if they have enough of the pieces around them to bring the whole team up, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, those two picks are great. Oh, fantastic. That's it. They could have, because I think it was clear that one and two would have been defensive ends, be it. Tibbs, uh, Hutchinson, or Walker, yeah. and yeah. then you've got Houston at three. Sorry, I've, you've, I was just saying that. Jesus, Houston at three. <laughs> they've got like the pick of the bunch, the pick of the rest, and it's like, yeah, well, they can go anywhere. They've got all these holes on the roster. Let's just go for the best guy that's on the board, which was yeah. Derek Stingley Jr. And yeah, personally, defensive rookie of the year. That's my that's my vote. If that's I a good shot, do incredibly well there, and I think can't blame me for that. Yeah, it's a good shot. I think this year is, I think this, I won't say bottoming out because I think last year was a mass, like not a disappointment, but they bottomed out hard. Mm-hmm. But I think this year is they anticipate to be bad. I don't think they'll be as bad as people think, but yeah, they'll want like a top five, top 10 pick next year. So they yeah. can go after maybe Stroud, Young, Levis, Van Dyke, if the rumours are to be believed, or they can go defensively and pick Will Anderson. This is the thing. You're kind of like in between, between not wanting to do too well to, to sort of price yourself out of those picks, but wanting to do kind of bad enough so you've got a shot of those picks. It's a strange place to be. We've seen yeah. teams tank before. They've got pieces, but they haven't got like... They haven't got a route out. Yeah, they've that's got right. they've got the piece like Brevin Jordan as well. Nico Collins had a solid rookie year, but they they building. They just got to build. They are. I think. They are, and and that is what leads me to say that I feel like I feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, you can't be. They've been bad for a while, for a very long time. Um, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, and I think it's when they beat the Colts here in London, funnily enough. Um, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is a great quarterback. I do believe that, and I know he's had a rough start. He had a horrible management. Um, I even forget his name. Um, with good reason, Meyer. the head coach, Urban Meyer, and his shenanigans just totally ridiculous. Doug Peterson is a great coach. Um, he's someone who I think can just steady that shit. He'll get things right. Not necessarily throw them up into the AFC number one because that's not going to happen, but I really do feel like they could leapfrog the Texans into that third place um, in the AFC South and shock a lot of people. They have some great pieces. Um, yeah, is it Ev- Evan Neal they drafted on the? Um, yeah, uh, no, Ev- they 
draft. Was it not Evan Neal? It was Trevon Walker and Devin Lloyd. Trevon Walker, Devin Lloyd. They have Zay Jones. They traded for DJ. Oh no, they lost DJ Chark to the Lions. Um, Christian Kirk, which is a silly, silly contract in my opinion. I mean, silly contract. Back in March, when we had you on for free agency, yeah, that, yeah, that was a horrible deal. And I think that's it's a, part yeah. of the reason why the AJ Brown trade happened because yeah. they, I think, they wanted to pay him sixteen, but you asked for twenty two. So yeah, Laquan Treadwell, Leviska Chanel, who I I quite like. He he, there's there's a lot of talk about him being the Swiss not Swiss Army knife, kind of like Debo is playing him from the moment yeah. position and because he's good he is great but I just feel like it starts top down trickle down effect and I feel like Doug Peterson will steady that ship Travis Etienne I mentioned earlier he's coming back someone that people are forgetting about because he didn't get to play um Chris Thompson I think he's still hurt and is recovering I forget what the injury is but he was also great solid running back for, for them too um so yeah for them it's good I'm happy for them just because there is some signs of improvement you know, Urban Mayor's at the door. That's number one. Doug Peterson's yeah. in. That's great. Yeah, that's number two. And technically, with the picks that they they made, some great picks again. I don't know if it's enough to to raise the level of the entire team, but I do think they can leapfrog the Texans into that third spot and give themselves a bit of you know um, a bit of hope moving forward. Because you can't stay down there, but you can't be that awful forever, man. It's just painful. Surely, like to be a Jags yeah. fan, absolutely not. You're talking to a Browns fan. <laughs> still, man. Still, still, still. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be one of those years that's like the offense. I think the offense will take a step forward, but it'll, and I think it'll be a, like a bigger step than people imagine. But I think the defense will only take like a small step forward. Mm. I mean, you've got um, Trevon Walker, Devin Lloyd, uh, Foyasade, Olakun, uh, the other yes, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. line is pretty much new brand new mm-hmm. um with Roy Robertson Harris full of run so far to Cassie and Malcolm Brown. Secondary, I think they're expecting a lot more um Rachel Jenkins and uh the forgotten man Andre Cisco will be playing. Yeah. But yeah I think Doug Peterson is the right man to lead this team. I think he will I agree. get the most out of them and I think he'll get them into third place in the AF, in the AFC South, but I don't think they'll get any further. Not through trying. I think they'll like a lack of higher end talent. If you go on, yeah. like probably Texans fans, but boys. you know, yeah, big boys of division like Colts, and everybody. But that's right. right. No moment of truth. Your predictions. Who do you think is right. first, second, third, fourth? So I've kind of spoiled it already, you know, with um, some of the things that I've said, but and this wasn't the order that I had it in initially and I'm relating to the bottom two here, but I'm going Colts first. Um, I'll give you a little a little breakdown as well if you want to talk specifics. I'm going to go Colts with 11 and 6, possibly 11 and 6, maybe 12 and 5, but 11 and 6. Um, I'm going Titans, second place of 10 and 7. Here's why I'm making the flip, the switch. I'm going um, Jags, in third with off oh, can they get five wins i think they, they were three and last season they were let me just double check yeah so there was three and 14, 14. last season i'm, I'm, I'm gonna notch an extra two wins i'm gonna go five and 12 i think yeah 
five and twelve, having to place the Texans at the bottom of the division. I may even say five. See, this is where my mind is almost thinking. Really, like Texans, it's the name. You know, they do have some pieces, but I'm gonna go with my gut. I'll go Colts, Titans, Jags, and Texans to the bottom of the division. Um, dare I say four and thirteen? Oh. I mean, last season. They that was their exact record four and thirteen, so it wouldn't be a stretch to say that that Another would be their record for this season. Yeah, top five. Um, again, they had to. Yeah, exactly. They did. They made some great picks and some great trades, but I don't know if it's enough to to raise the entire level of the squad. Um, maybe even five and twelve as well. I'm not sure, but I'm going to go with Colts, Titans, Jags, Texans. Just just to let you know, last year Ari in his uh, Jaguars prediction, I think. May have been the Scott as well. Did have the Jags at winning records? Ari, I know specifically said wow. ten and seven for the last Jags year. last year. Yeah, for the Jaguars. Wow. And yeah, that didn't that didn't go so well. But I think there was a uh, lot of hype with with Lawrence, uh, weren't there? There was a lot of hype. Trevor Lawrence. Um, mm. We'll just run through ours quickly. Um, Ari has the Colts at ten and seven winning the division. Tennessee at seven and ten, Jacksonville at five and twelve, and the Texans bottom of the division at four and thirteen. I think, yeah, again, it's I think not bad. Like it's not bad, yeah. Order. I think we have the same order as such. I think we've got Indian Tennessee as the top two. Scott mm. has them. Uh, Colts ten and seven, Tennessee at eight and nine, uh, and then a tie between Houston and Jacksonville. Four and thirteen. So, uh, Tom. Yeah, I think. Go on. I was going to say everyone can kind of agree that the yeah. bottom two are going to be the, the Texans and the Jags. I mean, it hasn't changed for a while now, and it, I don't think it will be changing think, anytime soon. I think they're a couple of years away from. Oh yeah. Really getting oh, yeah. There. It's like it's like the Jets. Yeah. The Jets were starting to trend upwards, mm-hmm. but they're not like running with the Dolphins not yet. And no. Bills yet. Uh, no, no, no. Tom has the Colts again going 10-7, Tennessee going 9-8, and eight, and then a tie between Houston and Jacksonville at 5-12, and 12, which... See, that's what I initially... that's That was my initial thoughts with the bottom two, 5-12 and 12, tied. I mean, that could be very realistic, you know? That could be very realistic. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Houston do, wins five games, but I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they win, like, three or four, I think. Oh, two or three, I think. Mm. Five, five might be, like, their ceiling. Like five mm-hmm. or six wins might be their ceiling. So um finally I've got the Colts going twelve and five. Um Ooh, I like it. Uh Titans going nine and eight, uh the Jags going five and twelve, and the Texans going three and fourteen, and they don't Ooh. get number one pick there. I wow. There's a four I think I said it last week, there's a four way tie for the first overall pick. The, right. So interesting. I yeah, I, that's we'll uh, see more teams. We'll see more teams wanting that pick as well because the, you know the next the next um, crop of guys <laughs> they look good. So it's going to be one of the most talented classes of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. this Absolutely. this will be an all timer class, especially Will Anderson. He's going to be a special talent in the yeah. uh, in the next level. But that is our FC South predictions, and I've actually made it through an episode of hosting on my own. So uh, you did good, man. You did, that was great. Thank that was great. Much. Thanks to R. Scott and Tom. For leaving me on my own. Um, I hope you have a great anniversary, Scott. By the way, uh, George, where can we find you? Instagram, Twitter, social media. It's 
George on sports, George on sports for pretty much all things NFL. But if you're into F1, um, MMA, UFC and football or soccer, then you'll find that there too. Um, If you're after UK American football, then it's X's and O's. So that's E-X-S and O-S, X's and O's, where you'll find all of our content there. Um, And that's across all all channels. So that's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and um, Facebook too. So that's where we are. Can't wait for the F1 this weekend. They're in Hungary. Um, yeah. You know where we are, Quick Snap UK um, on Twitter and on Instagram, where you'll find myself running it. Uh, next week, AFC West, uh, final AFC division. What prediction. division? Um, another guest. Can you believe it? We've got guests coming out of our ears. Um, <laughs> second podcast this week. Go back and listen to the Don Jennings podcast we did yesterday. We hope you enjoy, and we will see you next week. Go well. Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.